Oh my goodness, you guys. Welcome to the Sit With Us podcast. I am so excited that we have finally made it to the first episode of this pod. I have been dreaming about this for quite some time, and I am just so excited to be able to share this piece of my heart with you guys today. So today's our first episode. Oh my gosh, guys. I'm actually like shaking a little bit inside. I'm so excited, a little nervous. Um, This is a first for me. Basically, my heart behind this podcast is that it feels like you're sitting across the table from me eating or eating ice cream or drinking coffee. I say eating ice cream because I'm really not a coffee gal. Hate me if you need to. Um, I know there are like really strong opinions on that one way or one way or another, but I just right now, even as I'm saying this, I am kind of voicing a prayer in my head for whoever's listening to this. I'm sitting across from a red plastic chair and thinking, wow, that's like in my head, like our listeners are sitting there and we're just sitting together and talking about, you know, the things that are important to us, the things that bring us joy. And yes, I am just so excited for this first podcast. It's officially time for our first guest, and I thought, who better to introduce me and to help me introduce the podcast than my mom? She is wise, she is patient and steadfast, and I think she's just the perfect person to help me introduce this podcast to y'all and to share some wisdom from her life. She finds joy in speaking into people's lives, as she calls it, and mentoring others, and I'm excited to hear from her and to share her with you today. Hey, Allie, thank you so much for letting me join you. Hey, guys, I'm so glad to be here today. So as Allie said, I'm Renee. And well, she calls me mom. Everybody else calls me Renee. And I am married to my amazing husband, Wally. We've been married for 26 years. We have two daughters. Um, Allie has an older sister named Abby and then sweet Allie. And we love our life, our family of four. I love being a mom. It's one of my favorite things, but I also love preschoolers. I get to hang out with preschoolers and their families. That's my job, which is amazing. And I love the opportunity. Um, Just like Allie said, I love the opportunity to speak into people's lives. Um, Sometimes they welcome it. Sometimes (laughs) they wish I would hold on to what I'm saying. But for the most part, are blessed because they have a pause button. If they don't want to listen to you right now, they can just come back to you later. I don't always have that. that. I was about to say, Allie, that would have probably come in handy a lot of times in our the last several years of your growing up process. (laughs) I think if you would have told me a couple of years ago that I would one, I'd be doing a podcast. I'd be like, Oh, that's dope. But (laughs) that you would be my guest. I'd be like, wow, we got a lot of growth to do before that happens. So the good thing is there's some growth. I actually, listening to your um, introduction of me, thought, man, we have come a long way, a long way. Hey, we love growth. We love going in a positive direction. And that's something that, I mean, I've already shared a little bit on the podcast, and we're going to talk a lot more about this in depth in other episodes, but just growing into the person that we want to be. I see a lot of weaknesses in myself throughout high school and even as I've started college, um, and being able to identify those weaknesses and grow in them is life-changing and something that I didn't recognize I would need to do and would be happy to do. Well, and as somebody watching from the outside looking in, I've seen a lot of growth and it's fun to watch where you were and where you are now. 
Thank you, Mom. I think that is kind of a good intro to the both of us and helps to move us into our first segment. So, like I said, it's time for our first segment. And as we've chatted about earlier, I'm new to this whole podcasting game. I'm learning as I go. And so, I don't have a name for this segment yet. So, if you have a great name for this segment, follow us on Instagram at Sit With Us Podcast and comment on our latest post what you think this segment should be titled. Right now, it's a song to match the subject. Very basic. Basically, what we're going to be doing is both me and my amazing guest today, my mom, are going to choose one song that sums up their feelings on the topic, or two, or three, or whatever makes our guests or my heart sing with joy. Um, So I will just share the song, and then our guests will share the song, and then we'll give you a little snippet of the song to listen to. So now it's going to be stuck in your head all day. Yay. And you can think about all of the amazing things you learned from the podcast. All right. <laughs> you thought that was funny, mom? I'm so honored. That's pretty funny. It's pretty I'm funny. so honored. Okay. My song is the start of something new from High School Musical. I'm obviously, um, I mean, I'm in Gen Z. I grew up with High School Musical. My mom can attest. I was absolutely obsessed with Troy growing up. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) I just love this song. And I think it's a cool way to kind of kick off the podcast with our topic even today of being anxious to try something new. It's the start of something new. Let's do it. Um, So, yeah, here's a quick clip from the song to get it stuck in your head for the rest of the day. About it so I have thought about it and kind of going with your Disney theme um, my song is from Frozen it would be the first time in forever I um, love that one we of both my favorite chose Disney songs I'm not surprised that we both chose Disney songs we're kind of a Disney family friends this is um, not coordinated this way <laughs> we did not talk about this beforehand um I think it's really I love first time in forever um I think it's so cool because Anna and Elsa have everything they need to have this amazing party and they haven't done it. They just don't even recognize they could open the windows and open the door and they have all the salad plates. Like everything is there for this party. They don't even, they don't even recognize it's in front of them until the day happens and for the coronation and they're realizing for the first time in forever, they're going to get to do this very cool new thing. So I think that happens in our life a lot. I love that. Yours was such a more deep reflection on the song. <laughs> Mine was just, I think Zac Efron looks pretty, and it's a, it's a fun song about something in the beginning. So, so also, mom. I just have to say, the Zac Efron, every time you talked about Zac Efron, I have to say I remember that when he's saying there was a time when he's playing basketball and he stops playing basketball and he starts singing straight to Gabriella in the stands and you legit thought he was singing to you. You thought for sure that he he was singing to you. Okay. Hold on to that, sweetie. Hold on to it. I still believe it. Um, (laughs) If anyone doesn't believe it, maybe this isn't the podcast for you. Uh, Zach (laughs) Sean slash Troy singing to me always. (laughs) Well, we okay. should probably get back to the first time. We probably should. Um, as I said, please name my segment. Wink. Um, 
go to our Instagram, sit with us podcast, and tell me what you think that segment should be called other than a song to match the subject. Mom, do you have ideas? I had, yeah, I got nothing. I hope your listeners have something. Okay, so by the time this is posted, you'll be the first to comment, right? Like you'll have extra time to think about it. The more time, the better. I'm on it. Great. So I've always hated the first of pretty much anything. I am the type of person that I would much rather feel settled and comfortable rather than unsettled, uncomfortable, and starting something new. The first episode of a TV show is always my least favorite. And actually, recently I was rewatching Friends. I decided, I was like, oh, I'll rewatch Friends. I started on the second season because I was like, no, I don't want to have to be introduced to everything new. I want to be in the thick of it, knowing the deep stuff and not thinking about the surface level. Um, I'm the same way with friendships sometimes, too. It's great to know your favorite color, right? But I'd much rather know your heart and like maybe why it's your favorite color and not just a simple fact Um, I don't like icebreakers. I'd much rather like, you know, know people. So when I started to think about my first podcast, I was like, oh, it would be so much easier to just skip that first episode um, and just to jump straight into the deeper content and the easy part of it for my brain. But unfortunately, it doesn't work like that. I've got to start at the beginning. So like I said, welcome to the Sit With Us podcast and Since it's the first podcast, today's topic is all about starting new things and being afraid to start new things. Mom, do you have anything to add? Yeah, so you and new are not fun. Mm -mm. (laughs) And it's, it's, you get there, you're usually pretty nervous about a first time for anything. You're one that I had to always prepare you for everything we were expecting when we walked into a new setting. Um, Every worst case scenario every possible scenario that could take place so that we had a plan in place for what we would do. So true. Okay. So the first question of discussion for us to talk about is this in your life, has the fear of a beginning ever stopped you from starting something new? And mom, before you answer this, I want to speak to our listeners really quick and say, this is a question I want you to think about too. As we're sitting across from each other, remember in our like pretend world, you're listening to the podcast, you close your eyes and we're sitting having ice cream or coffee or whatever makes your heart sing. Think about these questions too. Don't let it just be something you're listening to and hearing a conversation about. Let these conversations resonate with you and, and think about them. Okay. There's my tangent. Mom, do you need me to ask the question again or do you remember it? I think I got it. I think I got it. So when I think about starting something new for me, I'm not necessarily a risk taker. So I don't always jump in to starting something new. Right. Okay. Like so I'm definitely the way I not. don't like new. You don't like risks. <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm a planner. I need to know how things are going to come out. I need to know all the details before I begin anything. So I think the fear of the beginning hasn't stopped me from starting something new but it's definitely slowed me down Mm. because I have to understand everything I'm jumping into before I jump in. Yeah. I think I'm the same way. And in a way I looked this week and I saw the note and note from 2018 
was my first time that I wrote down, maybe I should do a podcast. Um, it's 2022 if someone's like living on a rock and doesn't have a calendar. It's 2022 and I'm just now starting this. So it's taken a hot minute for me to get warmed up to the idea of something new. Yeah, sometimes that's just part of life, I think, for us is just wanting to be sure we thought through all the possible details. I mean, when I was in high school, I spent my entire senior year believing that I was going to one place because it was all I had explored. And literally, I had this great plan in place and I had spent all this time. And at the last minute, I made a decision in May of my senior year to completely change where I was going to college but it was because it just took me that long to really get to a place where I was like, all right, where do I belong and where do I fit in? Um, it was best decision because where I met your daddy. So we'll count that as a good choice, but it did take me a hot second to get to that. Yeah. I think that's a really good point of like, even if it takes you a while to get to the decision you're supposed to get to, that's valid. And I know there's a lot of girls out there who are, I mean, it's the fall. So people are submitting applications to schools and scholarships and all of that. And it's okay if you make your decision the first day the applications are due, me, or if you wait until the very last day to make your decision. Like, it doesn't have to be in someone else's timing or timetable for you. Like, it's okay to have your own timetable on things. Yeah, I think that's something when you talk about starting something new is you have to own what you're comfortable with with that. Like you've got to map out what you feel comfortable in making that decision and in starting something new. So I think about when you were younger and you were diagnosed with ITP and it completely redefined our life. Pause. Well, I I haven't shared this on the pod before, but hey, this is a great segue I have a chronic illness called ITP that basically affects my platelets, so I've got a bleeding disorder. Uh, If you understand any of that, great. If not, just know I've got some quirky medical trauma, and it's a part of my story. Yeah. Okay, continue, Mom. Sorry. So for us, when that happened in our life, that was something new that I had no control over. It was a part of being a mom that I wasn't ready for. I had no clue that was happening. But then as we began to look at it and say, okay, this is our life and this is what we're living with and this is what we're doing, then we started feeling called to do even more new things. Um, We started an entire organization to reach out to families of children with life-altering illnesses all out of an unexpected diagnosis. But even with that, before I could jump in and commit to that organization that was going to reach out to families who needed help, I had to like really walk through the details of what that commitment would look like and could I commit to it and is it something that our family could do and was it something we could be successful with like there were so many details before we like signed on the dotted line and said yes we are going to have a nonprofit organization and this is what our family is going to commit to Um, we really tried our best to be able to kind of nail out the details of what that would look like before we jumped in hey mom can I teach you something Yeah. Okay, so this is like Gen Z language. So I love this. I'm gonna help you get with the times. You know what we would call that? What? A sleigh. You slay, girl boss. Okay, okay. We'll go with that. I'll take it. I will totally. You started a nonprofit slay. (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I started a nonprofit because of my kid, but that's a whole nother story. Yeah, that's true. I'm pretty amazing. <laughs> sarcasm. That was sarcasm. I don't know yet if that comes through on the podcast. We'll have to see because I'm quite sarcastic. I think people are going to listen to this and think like, wow, she's like mean, but I promise I'm not. I'm, You're not mean. I'm funny. I think people will hear. I think people will hear your humor and okay. how you present things. Uh, insecurity about new things. Okay. Maybe I need to listen to this podcast and learn Help you. how not to be afraid of new things. As we're learning new things, one thing or another thing that I'm thinking about is this question. Um, what are some things that you've done to make the beginning of something new or the transition into something new a little bit easier? So I think definitely for me, whenever I look at starting something new, um, just a blank slate, the fear of not knowing what's in front of me is not my favorite. So I always try to be sure I bring something with me from the past, bring the familiar with me. Um, so like, if I have something in my office from a previous job that I've worked in, I might bring it to the next place. Or if we move to a new house or if I start a new ministry, I try to bring something that I've done before with me. I think about it a lot when I think about it. It reminds me of the story of when the Israelites were headed into um, the promised land and they were going to cross the Jordan River, which was at flood capacity. They were not going to be able to cross it, but God stopped the Jordan River from flowing and they were able to cross on dry land. And Joshua has them go after they've crossed the land, they go and they get the 12 stones for each tribe and they build an altar of remembrance. And the whole point of that was so that when their children saw those stones and they said, what is this for? They would be able to tell them, this is how we remember what God has done for us. And so when I think about that, whenever I start something new, I want to bring something with me so that I can remember what I've done that's gotten me to where I am. Because I can't leave everything in the past. What I, what has happened to me in the past is what's making me who I am today. So, so some of that is just the bringing the familiar with me. So I got to be honest with you, Mom. When you said you were going to share a Bible story, and even earlier when you said something about Frozen— I thought you were going to bring in another Old Testament Bible story that you like a lot um, when Hagar leaves with yeah. Ishmael. Um, yeah. You're probably better at telling the story than I am, but I'm going to tell it. And you stop me if I'm wrong. You're um, doing great. So when Hagar had to leave um, after Abraham and Sarah had Isaac, she took Ishmael and they left and she was so thirsty and thinking like, Oh, how is the Lord going to provide for us? Like, how am I going to do all of these things? And as she prayed and cried out to God, he opened her eyes to see the water mm -hmm. that was right there. It wasn't that he provided new water, but that the water was already there provided for her. Um, that is so my favorite story because I think we allow fear to blind us. And that's what Hagar was doing in that story. She was so blinded by her fear that she couldn't see that there was a well right there. God didn't give her a new well. The well was there. He just opened her eyes to see the well. I think that's something that's really cool and encouraging about, you know, the anxiety of something new um, is that we do serve a God who is willing and able to answer our prayers. Um, even if that answer is no. Um, but one mm -hmm. thing that I find comfort in is in James where, um, it says that, um, wisdom is basically the 
in James, it says that if you ask God for wisdom, like he'll give it to you. And that's the only time anything is ever guaranteed from God. Mm. You know, like it's never like if you ask God for wealth, he's going to give it to you. If you ask God for life to be easy, he's going to give it to you. The Bible never says that. Right. The Bible does say that if you ask the Lord for wisdom, he will give it to you. So even when you're walking into a new season and there's fear surrounding it, you can ask the Lord for wisdom regarding that season and he's going to give it to you in the same way that he provided for Hagar in the water. He mm-hmm. might provide wisdom for you in a way that you didn't see coming. Yeah. Yeah. I think I too, you had shared a little bit with me before about, I think there's wisdom in your thought process of taking the first step. Mm. Yeah. I think so as you, we you definitely talked to me about that before I have, as we prepared for the podcast, me and my mom talked about some of these things. And one of the things that I talked to her about was the importance of taking that first step of mm. walking out in faith, no matter how small that step is, even if your first yeah. step is asking God for wisdom, that's still a step. And that's honestly write that down on your to-do list and then check it off yeah. to say like, I did that. Cause that's not always easy. Um, thinking about the end process can be pretty terrifying. Um, Thinking about where you want things to be in 10 years or what you want your life to look like in six months or whatever can be really daunting. But if we digest it in small pieces and just take things one step at a time, we can, you know, make it a lot less daunting. Um, and I think detach some of the anxiety that comes from starting new things. If we just do little by little things that don't scare us as much as like, you know, the big, um, project was, I know I was talking to you about this earlier mom, but I'll share it on the podcast too. When I was thinking about this podcast, I was really nervous and honestly still am. Don't know if you can hear it in my voice. Um, but (laughs) I was really nervous about like, what is this going to look like? How am I going to plan out the podcast? How am I going to make sure there's guests? How am I going to do all of these things? So I took a step back and I just took the first step and that was working on the the logo and kind of some of the branding, um, the colors, the fonts. That's the kind of stuff that brings me joy visually. So I had fun doing that. And so my first step was something fun. Um, not that any other step has been not fun. This is all really fun and I'm actually really enjoying this, but it made the end result a lot less daunting because that first step. And you, I was just going to say, Allie, the wisdom and what you chose as your first step, even for the podcast was something that you're gifted at. And you're right. It's something that brings you joy. Like the other stuff you didn't know, would it bring you as much joy? And as you're going along, you're definitely enjoying it. But you got you get so much joy from the creation and from watching the the digital logo stuff come to life and that kind of stuff that that was there was wisdom in in uh, if I can speak into your life and say there was some wisdom in that first step so way to go so I mean take that knowledge or take that advice however you want to when you're thinking about starting something new think about all the steps you have to take to get there not in a way of like oh my gosh there's so many steps how am I ever gonna finish this but in a way that you can break it down and then think about the steps that you'll enjoy and do that. Um, I know at SLU, so student leadership university is a amazing organization that both me and my sister have gone through. 
Um, and one of the leadership principles that they teach is to swallow the big frog first, to do the thing that's most challenging first. And sometimes that is valuable for me. But having like ADHD and not being able to focus all of the time, looking at a big project can really scare me. So I think for me, it's swallow the most attainable frog first and not necessarily the biggest one. Um, Well, and somebody once said, I think your daddy says this all the time. Like, how do you eat an elephant? Like one bite at a time. One bite at a time. Literally do it one bite at a time. So true. So true. I'm not sure we eat elephants, but from what I hear. I mean, maybe elephant ears. Okay, we'll go with that. At Disney World. Full circle. We love Disney. I did it. So, Mom, I've really enjoyed this conversation and just thinking about, you know, things that we've learned about trying new things. Um, so this is a great segue into our next segment that I do, in fact, have a title for. Um, I'm so proud. <laughs> thanks. Really appreciate that. So it's called Learned It the Hard Way. So with each of our guests, we're asking this one question. What's something that you learned the hard way? Everyone has learned things the hard way. For example, last week I learned. <laughs> hey, you know where I'm going with this. For last, I week, do. Last week I learned the hard way that even if you're running late to class, and even if you're only going to be there for an hour, you probably shouldn't park in the faculty parking lot because the parking people are serious about their jobs and will happily give you seventy dollars in parking tickets. So, and then you get to call your mom and break down. It's so fun. Don't do it. Um, just walk. I mean, just be late for class. It's not that big of a deal. It's not that deep. Okay. Anyways, mom, especially as it relates to, you know, trying something new. I don't think mine really related to trying something new, unless I was like trying something new by parking in the faculty parking lot. You Um, learned it the hard way. That's how it related. Yeah, that's true. But (laughs) what's something that you learned the hard way that you want our listeners to know so they don't have to learn it the hard way? So I think the biggest lesson that I would say I have learned in my life is that sometimes when we um, are looking at something new and we're looking for change and we're thinking, you know, even as scary as it might be, it's still exciting to have something new. So there have been times in my life when maybe I've needed a new job or I've needed a new environment to be in. And so I jump into that after being sure that I know exactly (laughs) what I'm jumping into Um, And I begin it and I expect it to be completely different. And I think the thing we have to recognize is that wherever I go, I'm going to be there. So the idiosyncrasies, the things that I do, the insecurities I have, they don't automatically change when I start something new. I'm still me. And so while I'm in a different environment, the environment may change or there may be a new circumstance in front of me but I'm still me. And so moving to a new place, starting a new thing, going to a new school, those things don't automatically make all the problems go away. Change in scenery and environment is good, but it doesn't change who you are. So starting something new doesn't always make everything better. Sometimes it's a process of figuring out the combination of the things. I think that's so valuable too, to think about, even as we talked about earlier of kind of evaluating the choices that we've made in our lives previously and how we want them to change, like, you know, going forward. So I know for me, I have looked in 
you know, my past and seen how friendships or relationships maybe haven't turned out the way I thought they would or, you know, negative things that might have happened in my past, I like to go back and evaluate them and see, okay, what parts of me were at flaw there? And how can I change that for my relationships and friendships in the future? Because the common denominator in my relationships and my friendships and every single relationship and friendship I have in my life is me. And so as tempting as it is to believe that I'm perfect. I mean, you're pretty amazing. I know. Right. But I think that you (laughs) of all people know the best that I'm a hot mess. Like there's nothing, but you're such a (laughs) cute hot mess. There's absolutely nothing perfect about, you know, me or my character or, or my personality or anything. And a lot of that has to do with the fact that I'm a human and I'm broken and I'm sinful. Um, but it's important to be able to look at those things and and be able to grow from the things that we've learned um, in the past before we start something new again. Yeah, and to bring it back to full circle, it's like you bring the familiar with you. So like when you look, at you, you can't not bring the past with you. Yeah. The past is part of who you are, the good, the bad, the ugly. You just have to figure out which parts of the past you're going to allow and how you're going to allow it to impact your present and your future. Yeah. Okay, everyone, listen up. I'm about to give you free therapy. This is something my therapist told me. Um, And you know what? It's for free for you because you're just listening on the pod. Anyways, one of the things I unpacked this summer is that different parts of my life are kind of in shoeboxes in my brain. And regardless of if I want to be affected by their presence in my closet of a brain, they live there. And unfortunately, I can't have a garage sale with my feelings. Um, they're kind of, they're just there. They live there. They have permanent residence in my brain, but I can go through that shoebox and I can organize it and I can, you know, learn from it. I can know what happened in that time frame of my life, that shoebox, so that the next time I have to touch it, it's, it's kind of put together and I don't have to go through it again. And I don't have to, I don't know, is what I'm saying making sense? Yeah, it doesn't have, you don't have something in that box that's going to jump out at you and re-traumatize you or scare you or make you deal with something. Instead, it's in order and you know how to, you're like, oh wait, no, I've touched that already. I know what's in this box. Yes. That also led to like a huge like breaking point, not breaking point, what's the word? Like, wow. like Breakthrough. A breakthrough. Thank you, mom. In like my own personal life of like the difference between like a trauma and an inconvenience. But I think that's a whole nother podcast episode right there. Don't you? You should save that one. You should definitely save that one because it's a great topic. (laughs) Especially we're wrapping up right now. I don't think I've got time for that in this podcast. (laughs) Um, But I'm putting that on the list. That's something I can have for later. Um, Mom, as we wrap up, thank you just so much for believing in me and for coming on this podcast, being my first guest. Um, I think it's been a really special way to kind of get acquainted with podcasting for me. Um, But then I also think it's a cool way for our guests to kind of get acquainted with the format and with their host, me. Um, Thank you so much for coming on. You're welcome. I love you too. I'm proud of you. This was great. I'll talk to you later. All right. Bye. Bye. I'm so excited that y'all got to hear from my mom um, and that just together we got to talk about, you know, overcoming some scary things. If you're afraid of something 
of trying something for the first time. Um, that was a really fun conversation for me, and I hope that y'all enjoyed it too. Um, if you haven't already, go ahead and hit subscribe to this podcast on wherever you're listening and give us a rating. And-